Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. May the Lord bless you. I'm so glad that we study the Bible together, and we want to please the Lord. We want to do His way, and we believe that as we obey Him and follow His ways, He will shower His grace, His favor upon us, and He will answer our prayer, and His promise will be fulfilled in our life. When we do the right thing, what God tell us to do, we give him the legal right to do what he promises to do. Let us pray, Father. We thank you so much, Lord, that you want to build us up to become a mature Christian, to be strong in the way of the Lord. We want to become more like Jesus Christ. We believe, Lord, your ways are better than our way, and we want to submit to your word and. Help us to understand the truth recorded in the Bible, so that we can walk according to the truth. We come to you and submit this time to you in the wonderful name of Yeshua Hamakshik. Amen. I would like to talk about the local church again, and I believe that you have listened to the earlier teachings in this series. This teaching. Is in the series called "Eighty Lesson Building Firm Foundations." We are almost at the end of the whole series. A few more times, in the past few session, we talk about the local church and the universal church. The church is like the body of Christ, the family of God, the army of God, the temple, the field, the bride of Christ, and. All these symbols of the church recorded in the Bible show us that we need to be a part of the local church. We should be a committed member of a local church. It is definitely the will of our Father in heaven for every believer to join into a good local church. The local church that teaches the Bible. Train disciples, allow you to use your gift and talents to serve the Lord, honor the Lord Jesus Christ, welcome the presence of the Holy Spirit or the glory or the fire of God, and have a vision to reach out to the whole world to obey the Great Commission. In this part of the teaching, I would like to read some scriptures. To show you that it's so important that we are a part of a local church, or we become a member of a good local church. So let us start from reading the book of Acts, chapter two, verse forty-one and forty-seven. Those who accepted his message, Peter's message, were baptized, and about three thousand were added to. Their number that day. Their number, I mean the church in Jerusalem, 
they add it into the numbers of the members in the church in Jerusalem. Verse forty-seven, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people, and the Lord added to their number again their number daily. I like that. Every day, in the early church time, somebody got saved or was born again. The Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. We can see from this scripture that in the early church time, those who accept Jesus Christ joined the local church in Jerusalem. You need to understand this. The Bible is our textbook or our standard. The Lord inspired His people to write the scriptures, and we can learn from the scripture how we should. Walk the walk of faith. How should we serve God? How should we make decision each day? Spend our time, spend our energy. How we can walk with God. And the scripture here show us clearly that it is the will of God for every person who make a decision to accept Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. And become a born again believer should be added to the local church. It's God's will for all of us to be a part of a good local church. And these two scripture that I just read show that fact. The Bible did not say that those who believe in Jesus or were born again or were saved were being saved. Just spread around all over the city and do nothing about their faith. The Bible said the Lord added them into the numbers of the local church. So please, don't try to give excuses. Don't try to argue with God and say, God, you know, I'm fine. I'm a believer. I can just read the Bible at home. I just become a solo Christian. I can live my faith life. Myself with the Lord, I can pray to God at home. I can go to up to the top of the mountain and pray. I don't need the community. I don't need to join any church. That is the lie from the enemy. If you listen to that lie, you will miss a lot of the blessing, and you are not obeying the heavenly Father. Again, when you are born again, it means you are repenting of your sin. And you treat God and Jesus, the Father and the Lord Jesus and the Holy Spirit, as your master, your Lord, your master, the owner of your life. So, as He is your master, you need to obey Him. Yes, Lord, you tell me to do this. I obey. I will do what you say. And I believe that as you make a decision to do that, He will guide you and lead you to the right group of people. To the right community, the godly family, you just pray and ask God to lead you, and He will guide you. If in your town there is no church, I understand you may have to connect to other believers in the world through the online system or something. At least you can meet them today. I thank God we can see each other on Zoom, on Microsoft meeting teams and. 
the line and all kind of internet thing in the phone, you can still talk to the believers in other part of the world, and maybe God can use you to start the church there in that city, if you're willing to and you surrender to God. So, again, Book of Acts chapter two clearly tell us it's the will of God for every believer to be added into the church. Let me read another scripture to show that it's so important that you join the good local church. The Bible say clearly that He wants you to grow up and to serve Him. The Lord in the Bible, the book of Peter, say that you are the royal priesthood who offer the spiritual sacrifices to God. What it means is this: we all need to have a life of service. God has given every believer. The manifestation of the Holy Spirit, or the spiritual gifts. Some of us may have one gift. Some of us may have two gifts. Some of us may have ten gifts, and the gifts can be increased in our life. Some of you may have the gift of giving. I know somebody in the world who has so strong gift of giving. Wow! I'm so amazed how this person joyfully and generously. Gives to the people of God and give to the orphan and the poor. Some of us may have the gift of teaching, but in order to exercise our gift, use our gift for the kingdom of God, we need to be trained. We need to have the place that we can exercise the manifestation of the spirit of the spiritual gift through our life. The local church is the place. Where we are educated, where we are trained, corrected, encouraged, and the local church is also a place where we can exercise the gift. How can you exercise the gift if you stay home all day? You never go to church. You never go to any fellowship group to meet any brothers and sisters. How can somebody who is much more mature than you, who have been walking with the Lord for a longer time, To help you to develop your gifts and talents and ability, and help you to fulfill your calling. I remember when I first accepted Jesus Christ many years ago. I joined a good Baptist church in the east part of Thailand. I was trained by an American missionary couple who taught me the Bible, who. Picked me up from my home, drove me to places to visit non-believers, and learn how to witness and share the gospel with them, and they accepted Christ. This couple also used me to translate that teaching from English into Thai. And after a few months, they allowed me to teach the Sunday school. They allowed me to teach. The Sunday school. After a few months, in the local church there, Baptist church, and when I start to teach the Sunday school, I recognize that, wow, I have the gift of teaching, and I have the gift of pastoring. I care for people. They train me. They allow me to exercise my gifts, and I begin to grow more and more and more, 
and eventually God moved me to Seattle. By that time, three years later, I had some training already, and the Lord called me to start New Hope International Church. I noticed that the system in the world follow the biblical way a lot. I give you example. I went to the medical school and learned all about the medicine, and eventually, I decided to become a neurosurgeon. I ask you a question: Can I open somebody's skull right away after I finish the medical school, learning all the theory about physiology, anatomy, chemistry, medicine, surgery in the textbook in the classroom? And after I finished my medical school, then will you come to me and say, "Doctor Lahaprasit, could you please open my skull and take the tumor out?" No way. I don't think you're gonna come to me, a brand new medical school graduate who just become MD yesterday. The world system know about this. They require me in Thailand to go through neurosurgery residency for from the internship to finish all together for four years. When I move to America, I have to go through neurosurgery residency training another eight years. I have altogether twelve years of training before I'm capable to open somebody's skull, save their life. And they will do well. I need the training. I need to be in the situation where my professor, my medical school neurosurgery teacher, can help me learn how to shave hair, how to open the skull, how to close the skull, how to clip the aneurysm, how to take the tumor out from the brain or from the spine. I need eight years of training. You notice that. The Lord trained the twelve disciples for three years plus, and even the Apostle Paul, after he got saved, he was in the church in Antioch, and he was trained there for a while, and eventually he was able to become a teacher in that church in Antioch. All of us need to commit our life to a good local church so that we can be trained and taught, and we can have the opportunity to serve. The Lord and developed our life of service. That is the second reason that we should join a good local church. Not only that, the third reason we should join a good local church is that God knows that we cannot grow spiritually by being a solo Christian. If we sit at home every day on Sunday. We never go to church. We never meet other brother and sister. We will never grow. We grow by fellowshipping with God. God teaches when we read the Bible. The Holy Spirit speak to us. We talk to Him. We pray. We fellowship with God. And not only that, in order to grow spiritually, we need also the horizontal fellowship. The vertical fellowship is our relationship with God in reading the Bible, praying. And talking to God, but we also fellowship with brother and sister in the horizontal level. This is the cross, horizontal and vertical. In First John, chapter one, verse three, 
we proclaim to you what we have seen and heard, so that you also may have fellowship with us, with us fellowship with brother and sister, with human believers, and our fellowship is with the Father, and with His Son Jesus Christ. This scripture talk about fellowship, sharing life, love one another, spending time together, encouraging one another, praying for one another. Fellowship, spend time, sharing life together, helping each other. First John chapter three verses sixteen to eighteen. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down His life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. If anyone has material possessions and see his brother in need, but has no pity on him, how can the love of God be in him? Dear children, let us not love with words or tongue, but with actions and in truth. My dear brother and sister, you remember what are the most important two commandments of. Our God. If you summarize the whole Bible, you wrap it up into two commands. These two commandments are number one: love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Vertical relationship. And the second greatest commandment is love other people. Love your neighbors as yourself. Love your brother and sister. That is horizontal commandment, fellowship. I learned that I cannot grow spiritually if I don't go to fellowship. When I get involved in the local church, I learn so much from my brothers and sisters when we spend time together. Learn from that gift. I was encouraged when I fellowship with my brothers and sisters. I. Am exalted and built up by being around people who have different gifts. Some people have the gift of encouragement, and that person helped me, encouraged me to go on with my life. I just taught a lesson this morning in the live stream because right now we have a condition of pandemic around the world, so. We use live stream for the church service. Right after I finished preaching, I noticed in my phone that one brother in the church sent me a message, encouraged me that how wonderful the message is, how wonderful the video presentation from the video team, and also corrected my accent. The English word that I say was wrong, because I'm not American-born. I did not come into the world with English-speaking parents, so sometimes I say English word with a wrong accent. So this brother sent me the voice message. This is how you say this word and this word and this word. So I listen again and again about three or four times to learn how to speak. English correctly. You see, I need that brother. In the same way, in the fellowship, some brother may have the gift of serving, and they come and serve me and help me. 
We need the fellowship. We need the community to build each other up. Or sometimes people may step on my toes, say something to offend me. Then I can learn <laughs> and grow spiritually to forgive that brother, and just to show love to that brother. The fellowship with the brother and sister help us to exercise love, commitment, forgiveness. Kindness, giving, and encouragement. We can pray for one another. When somebody g e t into trouble, we can pray for God to perform miracles and set that person free out of the mountain of their life. We need each other. We need the fellowship of the brother and sister. And how can you fellowship with brother and sister if you don't join a local church and become a committed member of a local church? I tell you the truth. I have a tendency to remember the names of the church members, but the guests who come and go off and on, after a few months, I still have a hard time to remember their name, because I don't see them all the time. How can a pastor like me praying for people that I don't know the name? You see, when you join a good local church, people will know your name, your phone number, your email. And they can pray for you. They can call you, text message to you, and help you. Go out to dinner together, spend time together. Yesterday, Pastor Dan and I went out to buy some very good take-home Thai food, and it's amazing. Pastor Dan ordered three sets of this meal, this recipe. She drove. From our house, far away to north, in order to show love and support to this Thai restaurant owner who is our member, and then drive far away to give these two sets of meal to two more families. Wow! We fellowship. We get there and say we love you. We bring this wonderful Thai food to you. You see, we need the community. And the same way, two days ago, all of a sudden, a brother show up in our house and bring the Japanese curry to us. Oh, we enjoy that. He is a good cook. We fellowship. We give to one another. So that is the third reason we should become a member of a good local church. Number one, the Bible says so that every new believer. Or every believer should join into or be added into the local church. Number two, we need to be trained and we need to use our gift. Number three, the Bible talks about fellowship, love others, show love others in truth and action. Number four, the reason we should join the local church in John chapter twenty-one, fifteen to seventeen, when they had finished eating. Jesus said to Simon Peter, "Simon, son of John, do you truly love me more than this?" "Yes, Lord," he said. "You know that I love you." Jesus said, "Feed my lambs." Again, Jesus said, "Simon, son of John, do you truly love me?" He answered, "Yes, Lord. You know that I love you." Jesus said, "Take care of my sheep." The third time. He said to him, "Simon, son of John, do you love me?" 
Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, "Do you love me?" He said, "Lord, you know all things. You know that I loved you." Jesus said, "Feed my sheep." From this scripture, we can see the will of God here. The Lord Jesus Christ considered all the believers in the kingdom of God His sheep, and He is the shepherd. You know the nature of the sheep. The sheep cannot protect itself, and the wolf, the lions, the bear can come and tear their body in part and eat them, and destroy the sheep. In the world, there are demons and also fallen angels in the heavenly realm, and also Satan. And also, there are bad people in the world, false teachers, false prophets, false religion, religious people, people who want to take advantage of you. This is why God wants to put you in the flock of the sheep, and with the shepherd over. To look after the sheep, we are all the sheep of God. I'm the sheep of God too. I need to be in the flock, and you need to be in the flock so that you can be protected. When we talk about protection, there are two parts here: spiritual protection, which means in the spirit realm, God will put the special canopy or shield of protection on the Christians who submit themselves into a Good local church with a clear shepherd, spiritually in the spiritual realm, in the physical realm. When we are in the church, your pastor, our pastor, and our leader will look after us, pray for us, teach us the truth, so that we will not be deceived by false teachers or some wrong teachings. In the internet, there in the YouTube or internet, there are so many wrong teachings out there. You have to be very careful what you listen to. You need to listen to the voice of your shepherd. I pray that all of you will find a good church with a real good shepherd that have been called, appointed, and anointed by Jesus Christ to look after you. In the world, there are real shepherd. And the false shepherds. So you have to be in the right church. In conclusion, you need to be committed to a local church, so that you will be under protection, and you will be fed, taken care of, taught, trained, and protected by the physical or natural shepherd, and by the spiritual shepherd. The chief shepherd, the Lord Jesus Christ. It's the will of God for all of you, and I and me too, to be in the flock of God. He is the shepherd, and we need to follow our shepherd. The sheep that run out from the flock can be devoured by the devil. We don't want to be devoured. By the devil, we want to be in the flock so that we can be protected. Amen. I hope that you learn something in this teaching. I show you, explain to you the reasons why every believer should be a part of a 
good local church. Be a committed member of good local church. I will come back next time and share with you more the will of God concerning being a part of a local church. May the Lord really speak to you after this teaching, and also show you how important to be a part of a good local church. Let me ask you a couple questions. After you learn this lesson, can you write down the reasons according to the Bible why you should be a committed member of a good local church and have a clarity of who your shepherd is? What are the reasons you learn? Number two. How should you live your life in such a way that you show that you commit your life to a good local church? How do you spend time, your energy, your money, your talent? How do you live your life to show to God and your chief shepherd, the Lord Jesus, that you are committed to a good local church? God bless you. Thank you so much. For listening to the word of God, I love you dearly. I want to see you be used of God, fruitfully. I want to see you grow spiritually, blessed by the Lord, anointed, and receive the grace from God, the protection from God. I want to see that you receive rewards in heaven. The Lord loves you. And I produce this teaching because I care for you and love you too. God bless you. I will see you in the next teaching. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. Thank you.